You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Blacklist After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Blacklist After Marcel Show. Proud. What's happening? <laughs> what is this? This, this, moment of silence. this? this is some. This is some deep music. We've had death on the show now, like for oh. real. What, what is this music? What, welcome to the Blacklist After Show. After was After Show with the four of us, the guys we're used to and gals we're used to hearing doing the show. I'm Joe Braswell. I'm joined, as always, to my right by Nando Velasquez. Yes, I am here. And I'm also joined by the lovely Julia Keerley. Hi. Hi, everybody. And I am also joined by Joe Sanfilippo. Not lovely at all. Nope. Whatever. Nope. You're a mean little man. <laughs> I am. What's the opposite of lovely? Joseph Lippo. Okay. Damn. Um, what is this music, Joe? Uh, this is from Platoon. This is this is like the slow pan in Platoon. Everybody's dead. Lots of terrible things oh, have happened. Oh, spoiler alert. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you haven't seen Platoon, it's not exactly a fun movie. All right. Well, this well, is not about Platoon. You're not going to walk away with a smile on your face. This but, comes from Joe Sanfilippo's romantic side. Yes, yeah, so this is Joe, Joe, Joe's <laughs> request. Uh, we are doing the Blacklist this after show. This is where the deep again. things live. This is episode 10. Anslo Garrick, who <clears> is a uh, badass. He was... He's awesome. I, I, this episode was fan effing tastic. I'll say fan fucking tastic. I'll just Whoa! drop it. Just drop Ladies it. and gentlemen, today's episode is brought to you by the F bomb. And there may be more F bombs. You never know. You never know. You're out of control. Because uh, I'm He's really excited about this episode. You've been waiting for this episode since day one. You've said this was coming. You've said the Uber blacklister, the 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 uh, the anti red was coming, right. and here he is. Well, well, we think so. I don't think this is really. Him. You don't think this no. is him? No. It's only number sixteen. He's only number sixteen. So you're saying between sixteen and one, there's more badass people. So this is we're leveling up. It yeah. gets better. Well, we know that Alan this Alan is Mario Brothers right now. We're just we know that Alan Alda has been cast. The princess is not in this castle. Someone some of your dates said last night. I don't know either, but it's fine. Uh, no, but seriously, they're, uh, he, they're 16 on the list. We also know that Alan Donald has been cast, so he's uh-huh. got to be higher. I don't think they're going to blow their wad at number episode 10 and have the super blacklisted in episode 10. However, they did do some house cleaning and some story cleaning up, and they did a lot of things in this oh. episode. Man. This was, you know, my favorite term, a Cracker Jack episode. <laughs> the most Cracker Jack of the Cracker Jack episodes. From, from top to bottom, pretty Cracker Jack. Uh, this one was... <laughs> Jesus, this, God. This one's... What's wrong? The toy, the toy was the right at the Jack. top. It's the Cracker Jack. The toy was right at the top. This it's, is Cracker Jack. Yes. And your Cracker yes. Jack. Yeah. Uh, great Cracker episode Jack directed, like by, d- directed by um, Joe Carnahan. Yeah. Returning to direct. Mm. And also, teleplay written by Joe Carnahan. Mm. So he just came in and said, I got this, I got this voice. And it was great. It was, it, it's I love the way the script moved. I love the way the dialogue. I love the dialogue in this in this in this episode. Yeah. I love the way the script moved. I love the way it was directed. I loved all the things we got. We have a, a lot of story, a lot of answers, and um, I can say nothing bad about this episode. I've got lots to say about this episode, but no. I'll, but, I'll, but for enough about me. Well, nothing. What bad. did you think of this episode? Julia? No, oh, me. I, you redirected. Um, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> what episode? 
Predictions? <laughs> um, no, I was... <laughs> yeah, start off with a prediction. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, this episode, Ansel Garrick, number 16. I think he is, thus far, the ultimate blacklister. What a character. He was absolutely terrifying and uh, maniacal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just loved everything about him. Um, I also loved um, the emotional revelations that sure. that came out in this. You know, that was that was very very interesting. You mean saw, on, on Red's on Red's part? On, on Red's part, on wrestlers' part. Yeah. Um, it was just really nice to see the softer side. Come sure. see the softer side of Sears. I. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I totally agree about um, – we'll, we'll get to um, a little more about Garrick shortly. But, man, this guy was like a Bond-worthy, super Bond-worthy villain. Yeah. He was I mean, like an ultimate villain. I mean, super Bond. So he had like the Bond-style monologues, you know, the whole <laughs> long, drawn-out speeches. Oh, yeah. Totally. You know, there's no hole you can hide in Red Redding. All that stuff is like <laughs> so the amazing. and everything, yeah. Yeah, and all that. You <laughs> even hear that little bit where he's like uh, – uh, little pig, little pig, I will come in. I, <laughs> yeah. will, I will blow the house down. Like all that stuff was awesome. Mm. Joe Sanfilippo. Uh, I just, I'm just happy to finally see that that box makes some sense. <laughs> that goddamn box they've had moving in and out of the super secret location I, over and over again that I have for reason. weeks. Gone. This is the goofiest goddamn thing I've ever seen. And then suddenly the box has value. I was, ha- I was so happy when the box had value. Uh, like flip out the box. <laughs> And the guy comes over and he says, uh, we just looked at the specs. We just looked at the specs. I don't even know how you just look at this, but you know, and it turns out we didn't bring enough shit. That was awesome. And I was yeah. like, all right, your box, I'll, I'll see your box. I'll, I'll see your box. But right, enough, enough about, enough about this box that you um, finally figured out. <laughs> we had enough of that last week. Does your wife know? Oh, no. No, no. yeah, so it was, it I'd was, say uh, you're getting trouble, but she'll never listen to this, so it's fine. <laughs> um, all right, so. Let, let me say this about the show, though. Uh, I, what I loved, my favorite part about this episode, was that the pace was so fast, there was so much going on, and you got to see James Spader really go at full tilt. Like mm-hmm. he was at, you know, the the past episodes, there's been so much more room for him to be kind of snarky and moody and, and you know, because there's not as much going on, right? And right. so he's just, he's, and he's, here's a character who's, you know, has got so much ability and so much charisma and so much capacity that you never really see him running at full tilt. But here he's running at full tilt. He's taking care of wrestler. He's fixing. He's doing it in a field transfusion because they happen to both be, be right. negative. And we're going to do a field transfusion. Well, I talk crap to the guy whose face I messed up outside while, while this whole thing is going on. And, and we're going to go at full. It, it's awesome. And he's got all these things going at once. At no point could I take my eye off the screen, which was which was really uh, a treat. It was great. I think that all the things you said are, 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 are right. I feel like that we... Uh, really, I mean, this was this is sweep. So I feel like this was a, a Spader's Emmy episode for sure. I mean, there was he pulled out all the tricks in the Spader bag of tricks. All, all the, all the like the we had we got the uh, the smug Spader, the serious Spader, the the mean Spader. Uh, we and, we, and, and more the importantly, action star Spader, the action star the Spader. Spader. And we had long term reflective Spader. We, we had did. long yes. single and, and yeah, that, was, that, that monologue was amazing. But also we, but also like you said, we made me feel like see... a chump though. I mean, like I haven't been to any of those places, and I was like, God damn it, I got to yeah. get on a plane tomorrow. You, you, you are a chump. A super Jazz uh, at the Vanguard's awesome. I've done that one. Yeah, yeah. Right. Just but. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why people say we get off topic so much. Hey, it's a line from the sh- it's a line I know, from the show. I know, I know. Uh, no, but uh, also we get revelations about Red. I mean, I think this we we feel like it's see Red be uh, Red as a spy. We talk about this all the time. We know he's a super spy. We know all these things, but we have to see him in action. Um, you know, really action star Red, as you said, which is great. And uh, you know, doing the field, like I said, the field cauterization, the field mm. tourniquet, the field. 
uh, transfusion. He's quite the medic. I mean, in the field, he's got the battlefield techniques. He's got those triage techniques. Like, now yeah. we have to do a, a tourniquet, and then we'll have to do a cauterize this Let's wound. Cauterize that, Why and then not? we'll have to do a, a field transfusion. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> whoa! And by the way, thanks, Joe Carnahan, for showing me all of that. Well, I, did I need to see all of that? Yes. Yes. You're welcome. Yes. Uh, all right. You'll, of, you'll be happy you have that if you yeah. ever get shot with a shotgun right in the middle of your leg, and you happen to be stuck inside the crazy super duper box that nobody can get into. Nando, yes. <laughs> what did you think of the episode? Well, look, this is what's great about the blacklist. This episode was unlike any other episode we've seen. It was action packed from top to bottom. This was, uh, yeah, what I what I was going to say more or less, like Joe. This is a totally different spader. But I loved what I loved the most was the action star type of spader. I mean, he he didn't do any flying kicks or anything, you know, stunt worthy, but this is him taking guns and taking charge. Right. And and we haven't seen him. We've seen him get away with using his wits and occasionally uses a gun, but he uses it really really his wits is his biggest weapon. And here he is forced to act uh forced to act against all these terrorists coming in, all this whole army that's coming into the base and everything right. to their secret spot. So I love that. Again from top to bottom from that first shot where we see uh, a little bit of the future with with Rensselaer and Payne and, and uh-huh. uh, Spader on top over him with Red over him to just throughout the whole episode. I just loved it top to bottom. Um, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of action and there's a lot of stuff. I loved the reflective Spader. I loved seeing a little bit more about what he's what's making him tick. And it, this is not just revenge. Trying to get a little, to know a little bit more. And uh, and you know what? I can't wait to see what happens next. I mean, it was a great ending. I kind of thought it was going to end with Keen in front of Red. Like your heart and next up, but they ended it with Dembe. So yeah, uh, but but the the, the 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 previews make it very clear that Keen is coming up next. Yeah, sure. because she didn't shoot dude in the face. Dude, come on. Ooh, this FBI, one, WTF. Yeah, that was, that's another thing. But yeah, I, this is this is the thing where I didn't um I didn't want to see the previews because I was so into the story itself. Mm. I just I felt a little like oh spoilers. I don't I don't, I don't yeah, want the spoilers yeah. of the previews, but I understand the NBC promo shoot machine is keeping us going. But to to your point, I think you know um yeah I think Joe Carnahan. I mean, what what a fantastic job with this episode. I think that uh, the table setting here um, with having read, we see him in Munich, Germany with the, with the folks and he's doing his thing and, um, you know, and having to be pulled out of Munich and taking his plane back to uh, the CIA, the FBI black site. I guess the FBI's have black sites. I thought only CIA had black sites. I don't know. We wouldn't know about it if they did. That's because that's they're, because they're black, they're black sites. Black, it's it's the nature of black sites. They're black sites. You're welcome. Tell me the location of all the black sites, if you will, Joe. Uh, but no, but I love, but what I did like, I liked about, uh, when they brought him in and that exchange they had, uh, initially when he's like, we have intel from the terrorist zone. Red's like, no, you don't. What are you talking about? That was great. This yeah. is, what and, are you guys yeah. doing? Didn't like, even take two like, seconds. You know no, him? He's like, no. obviously you don't know him because if you knew him, you'd know that he never uses that network. If I'm here, they're going to hit this place. I love that whole exchange there. And what's great about that, what Joe Carnahan did was as he's telling them that they effed up and what's going on with them, we see, we actually see, uh, Garrick and his men actually coming in using the dump truck. It was, it was very well directed. Like, we're hearing the voiceover of Spader telling him what's going to happen as we see them infiltrate uh, the black site, which was completely amazing. And, and, uh, mm. and that's just the beginning of what was, yeah, we said a, a great episode. I did, I love the homage. Um, you know, I've been, I've been kind of critical, a little bit critical of, of Lizzie King as an FBI agent and, and a little bit maybe of, of Megan as a, as, as a character. Lizzie's a character, a little bit of Megan, but, uh, Man, she was awesome in this episode. Maybe she was awesome because, in my opinion, because I'm a big freaking sucker for uh, the action. The action broad when she put on the uh, the field, the, you know, she put on the, the flak jacket, the yeah. field thing, 
and was and got and ha- got the gun and the guns were out. Her guns, muscles. Oh, she has a major gun. She was hot. Well, she the, looked good. I fell in love. It's a life and you death situation. I fell in love with Lizzie. I'm like, oh, oh man, she is. I love you, ain't Lizzie. Nothing finer than a hot. What was it than a fine woman with I, a gun? Was that was that line? Uh, nothing, no, you, you're, you're doing a. You're no, doing I'm not a, doing it. I decided not to do it. But I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to be Jackie Brown. Is that what it was? Yeah, Jackie Brown, Samuel Jackson doesn't matter. Is that yeah? Yeah, but but I'll repeat the line. But I'm not gonna try and do it anyway. But she was hot, and also there's an homage to. I love the homage to Die Hard. I mean, she's that's out. what I'm saying. It's Bruce yeah. Willis. So Die Hard. Hard. Very Bruce Willis. Barefoot. 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 Yeah. Right. You know, the, the, the red lights are going. Mm-hmm. She's. I, d- I kept waiting for her to go. What are we doing, John? What are we doing? No. John? <laughs> she, she did do that. She did. She did a moment of that. She goes, remember your training. Yep. Remember your. Come you come know. Come, come, yeah. She did. She had a lot of that. Like so. so it was very, mm. very Die Hard, and I freaking loved it. Mm. Every minute of it. Even though she was being a badass, it was nice to be reminded that she is a rookie and to throw right. that in there. Exactly. Like, Let me take a moment, take stock of this situation. How am I supposed to deal with this? What does the textbook say? How was I trained? Fluid movement. Yeah. I remember your training. And that moved the bottle. We'll get to that in a second. But that was, she was, she was dope. No, it was badass. She was, she was badass. It was badass. Uh, um, I want to thank you all for tuning in to us and, and joining us here on iTunes and downloading us. We are back. We had a, we had a, a recap week last week and, and, and thank you for downloading that and checking that out. But we're back with a fresh episode right now. And if you're listening to it, you know that because you're checking us out on iTunes. We appreciate you doing that. We made a call out to you folks to, um, Rate us on iTunes and, um, and and rate us and comment, and you did. And a lot of people commented, a lot of people rated us, and we really appreciate that. And please continue to do so because it really helps us out. Yeah. And I can announce that uh, as, of right to, as of us taping this podcast, Blacklist, thanks to you, is the number one podcast on AfterBuzz. Yes. Yay. We're number That's one. That's right. That's right. No <laughs> thanks, thanks to you, Joe Sam. No, Lula. no thanks to me. You weren't even here last week. I wasn't. <laughs> but so thank you very much for that. And that, that all has to do with you guys rating us and, and, and commenting. We appreciate that. And also you folks on YouTube too. We love you all. Um, we'll do shout outs later. Yeah, we'll do shout outs later. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> oh, no. I just say, I'm just saying. Because you're building it up. I just want to make sure know. they know. We'll I just trying to say thank you to the fans, homie. I don't know. <laughs> Does it okay thank you? you to the fans. <laughs> Thank but, you. Uh, anyways, let's, let's get this. Actually, Nana, let's, t- t- let's talk a little bit about Garrick himself because you're the you're the, you're the villain expert. Why do I always get the villain? You're, 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 I'm the villain expert. Nando Val, villain expert. Angelo Garrick. Tell us about this guy. Get a little of this guy. The scars in the whole nine yards. This yeah. Well, awesome. I mean, scars. Yeah. Again, scars with him. Uh, I think uh, he he comes across like very much like a Bond villain. I think San Filippo really nailed this guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, he definitely. I think, I think I said I that. that. Oh, right. you said that? Oh, who cares? All right. Some, some Joe said it. It was a Joe. It was a Joe. <laughs> you got the Joe said that. Chance of being right if you say a Joe said it. You guys. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, he's very high up on the list as we noticed, number sixteen. So mm-hmm. so it's great to see someone like this, and he's definitely dead. And what's interesting is is uh, he didn't seem to be somebody that Red was at least going for. Maybe maybe because in his long game plan, Red saw him as somebody to tackle later on because he's so high up on the list. Right. But he, you know, but Red fell into, or actually, really, the CIA fell into yeah. his clutches by by actually taking uh, Red and bringing him to the base where he can infiltrate and cause havoc. So. Really brilliant. This is actually the first blacklister who really went for red, yeah. went for the jugular. So, uh, and, and also what we learned about this guy, this guy knows a lot about red already. He knows everything. Yeah, this has been the one, this has been the one thing that all the other blacklisters have not realized is that red is working with the CIA. He so that. he can go in with the wrestler or with Keen at his side sometimes when they're out in the field or he can just play the whole like, you know, I'm, I'm in business for myself. I'll extract you or whatever it is. I'll get you on a plane. And 
His, this is a guy who, you know, telling them, I know you're in bed with the CIA. I know you right. th- you ha- you're wearing them on your hip, you know, like a little flask. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Who's the songbird? That's yeah. Said. That's what I'm fascinated and by. There's mole, and there's a mole. And there's a mole, He said, well, because he, they obviously, uh, you know, obviously uh, Garrick knows a lot about yeah. where, where he's at. But obviously knows what he's working for the FBI and knows exactly where to go in a black site. And, you know, as, as, as uh, Red said, we have a songbird in our midst, you yeah. know. Um, uh, the whole, I like the whole line when he says I'm asymmetrical. I don't, I don't use passports or visas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me, give, give me a bug out bag in 30 seconds and I'll be out of here in no time. That's like, just like you, Joe. Bug out yeah. bag in 30 seconds Boom. and you're gone. Any, at any moment, I can disappear <laughs> in 30 seconds. Uh, I, I love that. As long as I can take a car seat and make sure kids can fit in wherever I'm escaping. Yeah. I, I just want to say, you know, shout out to, uh, Richie Cost, R- Richie Coster, who's a, who's mm. a British character actor who played Ansel Garrick, who is, Unrecognizable with his scars and his old and, and dis- disformed his disfigurement, yeah. and that's like a thing. I mean, that's all an affectation thing. He was doing the oh, look, yeah, yeah, the scar. Time. That was oh. quite that's brilliant. That was a good quite character. He, physical yeah. choice to carry that through. Because you've seen him, you've seen him in other things. He was in he was in Luck, the HBO series Luck, mm. the short lived series that I loved. He was in Luck for a while. Um, he was uh, he plays a villain in some other stuff. He's been in um, what else has he been in? I don't know. I can't find it. Oh, he's an American Gangster, which I liked him a lot in too as well. He's been in a lot, a lot of different things. Great character actor, but really, really great character here. And again, I love that like little pig, little pig. You're let going to in. let me come in? Yes. You know, like <laughs> all that. Him shooting at the him shooting at the uh, the bulletproof glass. Like they're like. <laughs> it was F-U. great. It was a great little. I mean, he has the the rat trapped, but you know, it was just great to see Red still get under his skin. It was great to see those little moments. Where, where, you know, he got under Garrick's skin or Garrick oh, yeah. at the end especially finally got to Red. Yeah. So. And I don't think Red even said anything to him for a really long time. And the first thing he said was to bring up his scar and his eye and, oh, look what I did to you. Well, that, well, that seems to be his opening line to him after everything that's going on. This guy has caused him. chosen quite Well, quite you, if you can try and make somebody really, really super mad, they'll fuck up. That's the idea. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and also I think it was a bit of like, you know, you have this, you have Ansel. It's, it's some gamesmanship there, like you said. I mean, Angelo kind of came in like, I got you, Red. I'm here in your house. You're trapped. I got you. You suck. And Red was like, hmm, that's why I shot you in the face. Yeah, your face looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> only reason you're alive is I switched ammo. I was yeah. trying out something new. That, it was goofy. Exactly. That's the only reason you're here. That was amazing. Just the way he... That's just what it is. I mean, that was the line. Yeah, you know? I like the way we role play that. Stupid. Let's do that again, Joe. I'll, I'll, I'll be Angelo. You be, right. you be okay. Go, go for it. I have you trapped, little pig. You got a stupid looking face that I fit. I messed up with my gun with my bullets that weren't even the bad ones that I usually use. Emmys, That's the only reason you're here. Emmys, roll credits. Emmy. <laughs> Thank you. No, but, chills. No, that's, uh, you felt that, <laughs> but no, but that's essentially why I love that moment because it's that it's it's that you know that that sort of uh, not even cat and mouse, but it's that sort of one upmanship of one upsmanship of like you know a, you know Angelo sort of in his face and read like you don't have control of me. I'm even you're not even bothered. He did he did laugh like <laughs> like he did everything he you know he was in complete control, but at the same time. Uh, you can see his wheels turning. It's a great acting job. I Absolutely. You can see his wheels turning. He's worried about wrestler. He's trying to figure out a way out of it, but he's also not going to let Angelo get the best of him. And it was just a fantastic little moment. But then when they bring in Lou, the whole thing flips. And, it does. And it flips hard. And, and that really that really worked for me. Yeah. It, it worked because the, the, the control switched so instantly. And he says, hey, hey, you know, uh, you're telling Lennox, you know, open it up. Open it up. Forget right. it. Open it up. No, I won't do it. Well, let's shift gears. Let's talk, let's talk about Red a little bit here. Let's, let's talk about Red, the care. Like, and sort of we saw a lot, you know, of, of we saw every side of Red. We saw him <clears> at the beginning, jolly, you know, chinking glasses, you know, at the, uh, at the, um, 
the uh, whatever the brew, brew pub, the brew, the brew Munich, house, yeah, in Munich, I think he said like, "Cheers to the not so dearly departed." Like one yeah. of these like you know smug lines, <laughs> and then it all changed, and then went went from there to to Reddington was worried about Lizzie, like freaked out, like, where is you? We'll take my plane. To you guys, we're about to get attacked. We got to get in go mode. To taking care of business. To in there addressing, you know, addressing field, um, doing field colorizations. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we saw a lot of Reddington, of course, at the end. We saw him be reflective and hopeful and also a little soulful when he had that wonderful monologue um, to uh, wrestler. And then at the very end, we see him really angry and upset and, you know, emotional as he sees his two associates get killed in front well, of him. Well, I, I think it's the first time you ever really see him out of control. You see him, not out of control, I beg your pardon, not in control. Yeah. Like, and this is the first time, I think, in the series where, where I felt like, okay, here's, here's, here's a moment, a true moment, where he's not two steps ahead, he's not able to control the outcome, he doesn't feel like he's in charge, and, and, and uh, Lennox is, is saying, no, I, and I'm not going to help you out, and that's not happening. And when they shoot Lou... That can't go well for Lennox, by the way. That can't go well for, for Harold, when, when, no. if, if and when Red gets out of this mess. No, that's going to get ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but you know and 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 when the, you get that red mist when they when they when they shoot Lou, I didn't feel much when they shoot when they shot Lou because she wasn't my favorite character. But Dembe, that was, rough. that was that was dark, man. And 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 I mean that was they. I, I don't know what language they were going by, back and forth in, but. I mean, it was, uh, it was actually I have it as down as. Uh, oh, they, they, no, no, I have no idea. But, oh, uh, they had it was like it, it, no, it, they, no they, I had subtitles they, on when I was watching on Hulu. It said some like Vodo. It was a weird dialect. Well, that yeah, like a, that was like some sort of Nigerian. Yeah. Prayer oh God, I, I didn't write it down, but it was started with a V. It was like Vodo or Volo or something. Well, I it, mean, there was some Kirk and Spock going on there. That was the the, <laughs> the, the, the good of the the good of the <laughs> mini, and the, you know, uh, there was it was deep action, and I, I and I, I, I was really kind of thinking, okay, he's not going to really kill him, and then pop, there it goes. Yeah. Jembe's actually did. I don't know. Go ahead. I don't know. If you look at the previews, they all turn around and uh, Dembe's still there. Oh, you pressed up against I didn't the glass. See it. Mm. Oh, I didn't. I when didn't he see sees him. Lizzie walking through, oh, so it, there was it, a gunshot, but not necessarily Dembe. So we didn't see the gunshot. Yeah, I guess that's true. Okay, just saying. Stupid previews. Spoilers everywhere. Always uh, fussing with it. But I, 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 but I think. I, I get that. Usually, when you don't see a death on on camera, there usually <laughs> is is room for someone to do a little, you know, switch, Finagling. or change it around. But right. I have a feeling the way that ended. I just, I mean, it was quite the goodbye. It yeah, was an epic goodbye to be like, oh, just kidding. Yeah, that, that was kind of like the moment of silence when someone dies in an episode. You instead of hearing music at the but credits, he's still alive in that very first shot in the previews when they turn around and see see Lizzie walking. Maybe it's in. a flashback. I don't know. I did love. I did, actually, you know what? I didn't see. I didn't see the um, previews for next week. So first of all, spoilers. Thanks. Oh. But uh, second, no, it's okay. I don't care. I usually, I usually do the same thing. Um, when I see it, I usually use my predictions based on what I see anyway. Right. But it's good to know because I like Dembe. I want to see more I of him. And that was a great moment with him. That was a great scene with him. If it was a way to go, it was a great goodbye. Yeah. Scene. Well, that, that's why I don't like looking at the IMDb too closely and finding out, you know, how many episodes is this person going to be on the show <laughs> well, for? They, 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 they yeah. Actually, they do a better job with that of. of, of the IMDb now they won't actually because sometimes it'll say one episode yeah it'll, it'll be like so very you can't clear really you can't really um so you know this person's going to be dead well, no, or no, disappear what I'm saying is they've done a better job of, of, of not spoiling arcs right like that because they, they mm. mask them so if you're not going to be on a four episode arc sometimes they'll just put one episode just mm. so you think like that's just a, a little trick I've noticed they've been doing um the uh that yeah, the scene the, the the prayer him going to his knees and trying to stand up and him putting him to his knees uh yeah you see red lose control the thing I noticed about this whole thing was how he was basically 
pleading and calling, begging for them to shoot Harold. Shoot Harold! <laughs> please! Please! This guy! He's, he's an a-hole! And, and, and it's also a moment where, I thought it was interesting because every time we see a gun pulled, a gun pulled at an FBI agent all, all the way up to the first ten episodes, Red's like, eh, go ahead, kill him. Shoot him. I don't care. Blah, blah, They're blah, not blah. mine. Yeah, and then this yeah. time he genuinely like I don't know if you knew because Ansel Garrick wasn't effing around, or but when he when he had the gun to Lou, he was like, oh, no, just, God, these no, are different people. No. These are his people. It and was then, a whole nother. When he got to Dimbe, he was like, you know, and, and Dimbe's like, it's okay, it served you well, and they started doing the prayer and the whole thing. That was yeah, great scene. Anyway, not not a wasted moment with the screenplay. But again, I mean, with this with this teleplay, I just mm. feel like that there was just really really tight. I mean, not a wasted moment. And every every bit of dialogue was used to advance to yeah. either reveal something to us yeah. or advance something to us. And even while the dialogue was telling us one thing, we oftentimes saw another thing, like visually. Yeah. So it was really just I don't know. I just really uh, Carnahan man, he he did the damn thing on this one. I think. Um, but also, I, can we talk about Red's monologue? His lovely. Uh, monologue, which that is just beautiful. a beautiful piece of writing, a beautiful performance, like some of and those such things. A, and it's his character. It's his character because you know, especially Ugh. in the beginning, we'd see him. You know, he's the kind of person you could see him sipping some wine, sitting back. In wine at the Lombosi in Paris. Yes, like I mean, you know, uh, the Piazza de Campo with ten racehorses thundering by. Like, oh, what is this guy? You know, I want to sit you on know, a vista of a, of, in Cuba, smoking a cigar, looking aimlessly at the. It's, it like, it's like a Jay Z song. <laughs> this guy's like. <laughs> <laughs> this is how he does. It was like it was like ends in Paris, you know. It painted a beautiful picture of, of how we how we like to envision Red and the little glimpses that we get Absolutely. of him all over the world. And you know, I was sucked in. I was into it. He, he was reciting it so beautifully. But then, no, I at least I wasn't expecting that last. That last wish of his, which was to sleep like I slept when I was, when I was a, boy. a little that's, boy. That's a big that reveal. It shows Huge that reveal. he's not tired. just a super criminal man. Mm-hmm. He's a haunted man. Yeah. And not only that, it feels like that he's tired. Yeah. Like, yes. He's yes. that he's gone through so much yeah. shit. But there's so much. We now know what he's gone through in the past with his family being gone. And now all the stuff he's going to go through as an FBI, as a CIA agent. And then all the stuff he's gone through on the run. And now he's back exposing his blacklisters, protecting Lizzie. He's just like, I just want it to end. And then his last Last line to that was, you know, I just want to sleep like a sleep like it was when I was a boy. Let me just have that. Let me have that just one time. time. Yeah, and that was just like, oh, give it to him. That was just an, an amazing turn for like a, a speech that started out as a, a sort of like a pep talk for a wrestler. Like, mm-hmm. hey man, you know, we're gonna live because have you done this? Have you done this? Well, this is what I want to do again. And then it turned took a turn like, but most of all, I just want to sleep. So I'm not gonna let this guy or any other guy stop me from doing that. Mm. And that was really amazing. I believe I, him. I believe, I believe him. him. And what about wrestler? Hot damn! This oh, was... it turns out wrestler was not a nice boy. Yeah, there's well, some history there. Yeah. What I liked about that, why was so, was so, why that's so revealing specifically, is it, it gives us finally some context as to why wrestler is such a freaking asshole. Mm-hmm. Why he's so mad all the time? Because <laughs> when we now know that wrestler's been like trying to kill Red for five years. Yeah. Like, he's been on Red Cell for five years, almost had him in Brussels, you know, and been trying to kill him for five years. So when Red shows up, all smug, wrestler's pissed. No wonder yeah. he's so freaking pissed. Yeah. yeah. And then when Lizzie, when, and when you know, when they bring in Lizzie, and Lizzie's like, I'll talk to him, he's just like, oh, Red. It like, makes so much sense now. it's now. like, oh, because we're like, why is yeah. so angry? And, you know, he talked a while ago, and he made that quick aside of, of having nothing left to live for or right. something along those lines, or he's lost everyone. I don't know what it was, but then, mm. yes, a little bit more context there. Because of Red, he lost his his real person life. Right. Yeah. <laughs> his real life life. And I love this, again, I love what Carnegie yeah, did yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, 
If I may just add to that, what's what's amazing is the fact that Red never wanted to talk to Resler. He felt like everyone else was beneath him. And he only wanted to talk to Lizzie in the beginning of this whole mm-hmm. season. But to see him know so much personal history about about Wrestler yeah. and, and so invested in Wrestler saving him, the whole speech about why he saved him and friends becoming enemies, enemies becoming oh, friends, yeah, that all that brilliant. stuff. Yeah, right. I mean, it's great. And and I think I said, we said this in the beginning of the season because Wrestler just came up across as very one dimensional. Yes. That that. Uh, when I think when we were starting not to trash the blacklist but talk negatively a little bit about it, that we needed to see Red interact with these all these other people. Him just saying, "I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to you." Yeah, just made it really about those two people. But now we get to see him with Resler and maybe later him more with Harold, like about that thing he's holding over Harold that we saw a couple of weeks ago. And Resler's face during that speech, Red speech of, of all the places he wanted mm. to go, and him just reacting. I thought it was a great uh, acting moment for for our man Diego. Yeah, right. I mean, just said yeah. a word and just uh, just feeling that and and the tears coming down his face and he's in so much pain. I was like, there you are. Well, this is why <laughs> there you are. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> I know, and I, 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 this is you know this is why I'm, I've been saying this about Homeland and I've been saying this about the Blacklist. And this is what I always say. Like, give the showrunners and the writers an opportunity to tell their freaking story. We're so <laughs> goddamn impatient these days. Like, one episode in, two episodes, like, two episodes in, we're like, ugh! This is, that doesn't make any sense. I don't know what's happening. Well, it's because we're two episodes in. Like, it's a 22-episode arc. Like, let it play out. And I feel like that. Now, we're not always rewarded. Sometimes you go through 13 episodes, and it just gets worse and worse. Following. But <laughs> shots fired. Shots fired, ladies shots and fired. gentlemen. Shots fired. I want to get a T-shirt that says "Shots fired." Shots fired. But <laughs> but sometimes you, you are rewarded, like for me, like in Homeland and like in the Blacklist. I mean, we we are you know you got to trust the showrunners. They know we're, they know what we're watching too. We're yelling at the screen saying, "Well, welcome wrestlers so mad all the time, and how come so and so did this, and what's different, and, and Lou doesn't really do anything. What's she going to be doing?" Like they course corrected here at episode ten, almost at the midway point, yeah. and really sort of did a lot of housekeeping, a lot of, a lot of house cleaning. Like we explained wrestler and also, which we didn't talk about, which we'll get into right now with Lizzie. Cause I wanted you to talk about Lizzie a little bit, but we also got a little bit of peek into Lizzie's past. You got a little flash flashback. Yeah. You know, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some melted dolls. Well, nothing there's scarier. There's nothing than creepier melt, than melted, melted dolls. dolls. We had, oh, I agree. We had a Whoa. lot of story, a lot of story packed in this one episode. It's a two parter, but I don't know. So what did you think of Lizzie this episode? Um, I'm actually interested in that, in that little flashback there. I'm wondering if she remembers the fire or if that just sort of brought back something that she'd had 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 pushed down for so long. I want the scar. This that's obvious I mean in my mind that's relating back to the scar which yeah, I've right. been Mine harping too. on for a really long time. I really want right. to know what's going on with that. Um but no it was a nice turn for Lizzie. It was nice to have an episode of Lizzie without Red and without depending on Red or Tom or anything like that. This was like a solo mission for the most part until yeah. she ran into oh god I don't know that character's name yeah the, the, the IT guy. guy yeah the techie guy so it was nice to see I thought he had a red shirt on for sure but I forgot dude that. apparently not <laughs> there were that. there were plenty of red shirts man we yeah, had no. plenty of FBI tactical guys who apparently don't know how to use the guns that they're holding well they're, they're going to get Zynga Zynga's busted many black sites well, you know, I'm not just, Zynga, uh, I, uh, what's uh, his name? Garrick. Garrick. I just get bummed out when they don't even let the guys at least bring the guns up. Like, they yeah. just run around the corner, gun down, oh, right in the face, yeah, and down. Well. I think what the Melted Doll um, flashback also did was it's kind of like a flight or fight type of response. Mm-hmm. Like, she was already kind of uh, on on that response based on her flashback. And here's a moment kind of like this. There's a fire there's a fire in in the black site, you know, that she's got to put out all of a sudden. It's either, yeah. it's either run or, or run away, you know. 
So right. I kind of I kind of associated that that was a perfect time to see that flashback Absolutely. and to see her in action when she's feeling and you know she's feeling emotional and mm-hmm. to have that flashback and then to bring that into whatever shitstorm she's in right now. Yeah, I'm so looking forward to the next episode to see because you know you, there was that moment when um, when Lennox told her that that uh, wrestler and Red were unaccounted for and they were presumed dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, not presumed dead. I don't know what he said, yeah, but basically that's what he alluded to. Alluded to, and to see presumed her face. Down. That's down. it. To see her face and to see that she, even though she's wanting to deny it, she has a strong emotional attachment to Red now. To both of them, actually. To both of them, yes. Yeah, but Diego's been kind of putting the subtle moves on there. Are you okay? Like he's been kind of putting some moves on her a little bit. I thought. I think. I don't know. You may be right. So I'm looking forward to her seeing them alive yep. and how that's going to change her her game plan. Um, well, it's not going to be good because she just got captured because she didn't whack that dude. Yeah, so we, 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 Rule one. We only got five oh, minutes left yeah. here. Unfortunately, we only got five ah, minutes left. So, yeah. so let's do, much to see. So just some quick hits. Uh, we got, we'd be remiss if we don't mention the, the, the sort of FBI WTF of her not whacking that guy. Dude, listen. If you are ever in an FBI black site and it's clearly been overrun by people that are not FBI and they're trying to kill all kinds they, of people, they, they, just they, shoot them in the face. They have bad intentions. That's <laughs> it. Don't, don't, don't handcuff a mercenary and hope he doesn't have handcuff thingies in his pocket somewhere. The 37 pockets you're not going to go well, through. They're called, they're called keys. Whatever. You understand uh, what I'm <laughs> I'm very thingies? frustrated. Handcuff thingies? Okay. I'm talking so, fast. Right, we got five got minutes. All right. So, yeah, no, that, that was a major moment there. I do want to do hit on some just some, some, some small things. Red, uh, some of the red one-liners, of course, he had all of his laughs. He had his crazy, like, ha, 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 I have no use for that man. <laughs> or his other one, like, ha, 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 there's always a running price on my head. Like, you know, it's just... <laughs> It's all he's, he's he's great with those lines. I also love the line about never let it be said that let the value of a vintage Zynga tie, uh, oh, you know, yeah. I <laughs> uh, love the, that too. value of vintage Zynga tie over a human yeah. life. Yep. And mm. you take your tie and put it in your mouth. This is gonna hurt. Like this is just some great red reading tonight. Also, it, it's just great moments of red still being red while you know in the moment of doing some you know, some hot shot crazy field surgery. Yeah. What would he ask him? Are you feeling uh, are you feeling a need for? Uh... Uh, for, uh, for, was he asking about good wine and, and Marcel Proust? Is that what he was asking? Yes, yes, yes. I uh, had to go look up Marcel Proust. That's all right. French author. I don't know if you guys knew. Yeah, it's all right. And then, uh. Oh, you knew? I, no, I didn't know. But I was, okay. I was asking. <laughs> uh, and then the last thing is like, yeah, I like the whole, the, when he, I told him about the intel. He's like, uh, if, if, if your intel was worth the damn, I'd already have it. I love yeah. that. That was, that was one of my other favorite, favorite Red Reddington. Oh, I loved Red So, um, so... it all was great. A lot of, a lot of shit went down. Um, we wanted, we have two, um, we want to get to, we to get to predictions here because we gotta get out of here. But we want to. We have a couple of uh, small uh, news items we want to get to if we can, Marissa. Okay, hey, so uh, Monday's Blacklist. Uh, Blacklist is holding steady, still the number one uh, show of uh, of the night. Actually, The Voice didn't do as good. I mean, The Voice was still over the. Um, their ratings were still pretty good. They went down a little bit, but it's great to see that it doesn't affect the blacklist, whether the voice does well or not. So that's great. It was number one. It had some more fierce competition with Fox's new show and all sorts of stuff. And also, here's a, here's an interesting thing. The November 3rd episode of the blacklist actually broke DVR, uh, DVD records or DVR records. Right. Yeah, DVD. DVR records with, uh, 6.6 million people watching the week after. So apparently it's, it was a record breaker. Wow. For, yeah. uh, yeah. And it's just going to get better. Like people are going to, this whole plus three, plus five rating, plus seven. 
it's going to get better for that. Yeah. You want to get any quick shout-outs, quick tickety-tickies? Yeah, I could do a tickety-ticky. Give me one second. I just got to pull it up because it's in a different part of my All right. Well, I, I can say shout-out to uh, my girl, Vanilla Cupcake, who's who's fantastic. She's uh, Thanks thanks for listening and and, uh, and, and big up to us on Twitter. MT, MTA of the day. He's always MTA around. MTA of the day. I love um, that guy. Shelly. Oh, Shelly. Sarah. It was a bunch on uh, on the YouTube from last week. We got a ton of really I just, awesome. I just got a text from Anna Luisa from the Blacklist groups on, on Facebook, and we're going to probably have one of those guys on, uh, or her or someone else on next week. So, Anna Luisa, thank you very much. Awesome. Nice. Hold on one sec. I got it. 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 All right. Why, 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 why are you thinking of that? We can actually go into predictions. Mm. Okay. You can still give your shout outs. Yeah, yeah, I'll do shout outs. You're after Buzz TV. All right, there's no, no bones about it. You got anything there? No? Okay, Julia. Oh, what do you got? Okay. <laughs> Damn it. Um, well, I already predicted that Dumbay isn't dead. Just throwing that out there. Okay, that I'll was take a it. solid prediction. I'll take it. Um, I predict... Uh, no, that's my prediction. Okay, Dumbay good. Isn't dead. Flippo. Um, uh, I, this is, they, the previews messed up my predictions for next week because they're okay. so clear that something's going on. Um, I predict that um, that there will be more dead people next week. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe That's all I can predict right now. I, I predict that we love uh, Three Dog Mom and Tony Movie 1979, Dusty Ortega. Oh, come on, son of a gun. What's going on with my thing? Oh, wait, hold on. Hold He's on. talking about his lap, his, his, uh, his iPad, uh, well, just to be well, perfectly It's clear. freaking out on me. I don't know why. Oh, d- <laughs> oh! If you saw still what about the laptop. This, this is great radio. While, while, great podcast. Great podcast. <laughs> while, he's, while Daniel's freaking out, I'll my prediction. And 14 is, Paws. 14 Paws. 14 Paws and Curveman. Thank you very much. Who loves what we do. My prediction is I think that, uh, I, I think one of the, I think someone big is going down like Wrestler or, uh, Linux. I think one of those two might, might not make it out. I hate to say it. I mean, that's a very, that, that leg, mm-hmm. I like, that's a, that's a, I, that's for I'm serious. thinking about the wrestler thing because he made such a big point in that back and forth, friends and enemies, enemies and friends, save you one day, kill them the next. Yeah, I don't know. So that's it. I'm going to make a really weird prediction uh-uh. that that enemies and friends things might mean that Garrick might be on the same, Garrick might get away and eventually be on the same side as Red for, for a minute or two, for a hot minute, even though he just killed Lou. Well, um, I don't know. I, 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 I was thinking that, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong on that. I'm probably wrong on that, but it's just interesting to see that whole speech and wondering if it, if it applies to Garrick too, or at least they were friends at one point, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Cracker Jack episode. Thank yeah. you. John Cracker Jack indeed. Camp and, and, and Joe Carnahan, all you guys for giving us an episode. Uh, we're looking forward to part two next week. Thank you all for listening. Joseph Flippo, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on the website at Joseph sanflippo.com or you can find me on the Twitters at Joe Flippo. Julia Kearley? Uh, Twitter and Instagram, Julia Kearley. J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y. Nando Velasquez? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Nandovel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L, and here for Homeland, uh, which you guys did this past oh, week, so much fun. and Walking fun. Dead. Uh, yeah, thank you for letting us do Homeland yeah, this week. You. And you we can find me time. on Twitter at Joe K. Braswell on Instagram at Joe Braswell and uh, here and some other places. Thank you very much for joining us. We will see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.